Awesome. Okay, so today we are going to make Hawaiian Lays. And I will let you take it from here unless you have any, and let me know if you need anything. Okay. Aloha, everybody. <laughs> so um, one of the reasons I asked for unmuting was that I really like feedback and participation as we're moving along because this particular project is not a lot of instruction as you go along because once you get started on it, um, it has it's more just working it because it's a long necklace lay. So, um, so I will give an instruction and wait a little while and then I will repeat it again to kind of give it time to process. So, um, my first question is, does anybody have trouble getting any of the supplies? No one. Sharon, it's Joanne. I didn't get the supply list until just yesterday, so I don't have them. But um, I'm here to learn anyway. Okay, good. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. So, uh, first of all, I hope everyone knows what uh, Hawaiian lei is. Is there anyone that? doesn't know what uh, lei is. It's spelled L-E-I. And the origins of it in Hawaii have quite a few different places. And it's always been a sign of love and greeting, whether, uh, you know, an occasion such as weddings, graduations, um, a birth of a child, a very, you know, very special occasion. The Ali'i, which were the Hawaiian royals, were the first ones to exchange lays. And they were more of a shorter type of necklace than the long type of lays they have now. And... Um, the more popular ones in modern times are made out of flowers. But in the ancient times, they used such things as shells, flowers, um, woven leaves, and other flora that were available. And nowadays, it comes in many different forms. So the particular lay that we're making today is modeled after a flower called Ilima, and it's spelled I-L-I-M-A. And this flower only comes in one color. It's a type of orange, small flower. The petals are about the shape of like a penny. And the shape of this leg will be if you imagine a roll of pennies or nickels, so I think you know most of us know what a, you know something rolled or a roll of lifesavers candy. That's kind of what we're making. Something about that size. And as a child, we 
made these lays and exchanged them on May Day. So it's the most basic type um, of lay. And then, of course, you know, like everything else, you can go up and do more uh, complicated designs and shapes. So what we have is the uh, yarn today, you know, the nice thick yarn, a spool of ribbon. Does anyone not have a spool of ribbon? Is that it's just loose? I did not have um, the ribbon in the size. Oh, my ribbon was pretty thick. So okay. I just grabbed some jute, some shorter or some skinnier jute. Okay. Um, that, that may work. It, it fits through a straw? Yeah. Okay. So that may work. Is it, is it uh, loose or is it attached to a bundle? It's um, it's rolled up. Okay, good. Um, the reason why I said that it, if it's attached, it's better to be attached to something. Um, is it becomes an anchor, and you, when you're first learning to make this lay, it's nice to have that anchor there. And as you learn it, it will be easier to cut a piece. Generally, you'll need about a yard and a half. And then the straw, scotch tape, and the scissors. Okay, so the first thing we'll do is we'll take a piece of the ribbon, the end of your ribbon or the juice that you have. And if anyone needs me to slow down, I'll slow down. And a piece of scotch tape. And what you'll do is wrap a portion, just a small portion of tape around the end of the ribbon. And what this does is it helps you to feed through the straw. One other thing that's a little related to this is this is the way that I thread needles is I actually wrap tape on the edge of a, a yarn or um, thread and put it through the needle and just cut the piece off. So in this particular case, you want to make sure that that little piece of tape is small enough to fit through the opening. Everybody there? I'm here. Yep. Okay, good. Okay, good. Next, you're going to feed the tape end through the straw. It doesn't matter which way, but it has to go all the way through and come out the other side.
And when it comes out the other end, pull out about an inch, inch and a half, something long enough that the whole piece of tape is out plus a little bit of extra. Next, you're going to fold that piece that came out of the straw against the straw and wrap a piece of tape around it to secure it to the straw. Sandy, so that, has, that whole, mm -hmm. Sandy has a question. Yes. Go ahead, Sandy, unmute yourself. You're supposed to put tape. You're supposed to put tape on the ribbon. Um, I missed that first part. The first the, part, yes. The end of the ribbon. You'll put a piece of tape around it, and that helps you feed it through the straw. Are you at that part? Oh, okay. I've already fed it through the straw. I used my tapestry needle and then just. Okay, and then. <laughs> Well, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> I wondered about that. <laughs> it took and, a while, but I finally got it in there. <laughs> and then so you'd want to remove the, the tapestry needle and tape the yeah, okay. end of the ribbon to the straw. So fold it back up against itself. And okay. it has to be very secure because you're going to be pulling on that quite a bit. So you want to make sure that it's secure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's one at the point where we've taped the end of the ribbon to the straw. Yep, we're there. Okay, good. Now we're going to measure out approximately how much uh, of the lay, how long of the lay you would like around yourself. So it's something that goes over your head in general. Um, it would be about 30 inches, maybe longer, but it, you, it can be longer or shorter as you want. It's just enough, you know, to go over your head and drape down and everyone has a different preference. So it's how you would like to wear it. So you want to pull off enough ribbon from your spool and measure around your neck. Sometimes what I do is I just hold the uh, end of the straw and pull the ribbon up until it reaches my shoulder. And that's generally about 30 to 36 inches or so. And you want a little bit of extra loose because you're going to need to tie it and some maybe put a bow or something. Okay, now once you've gotten that length 
pulled off of your spool. You want to secure the end closest to the spool without removing it. So you can either tape the ribbon to the spool or put a rubber band like I done the bundle, something to hold it. Usually what I do is I fold it over sideways and just put a piece of tape and it'll hold it there. Peggy, you would like to ask a question? Um, so when you're counting the 30 inches or so, do you count it from the other end of the, um, the other end of the, the straw or do you count what's in the straw too? What's in the straw can be counted, but okay. always give yourself extra because you're going to need some for tying off and some for maybe a decorative bow. And so it's better to have more than right. not enough. Yeah. Okay. It's it's Great. a very it's it's a very easy you know uh, generous sort of project. Uh, okay. Thanks. Okay. Okay. Is everybody there where your uh, bottom piece is secure? Now, what we're going to do is take the end of your yarn and tie it to the ribbon right at the part where it comes out from the bottom of the straw. So right where the opening is and the ribbon comes out, you're going to tie the yarn there, but without it being too tight. So it has to be secure to stay on the ribbon, but able to slide down. This is the end where the ribbon comes out of the straw and this where the tape is? Not where the tape is. Or the other end it's of the straw. Okay. Yeah. The long part of the straw. Should we just secure it with like a knot or? Well, you want it to be tight and secure, but not so that it doesn't move because it has to be able to slide down the ribbon. Okay. It has to be able to move. So it's but not over the straw. Come off. Yeah, it's, yes, not on the straw. It's, it's very important that it doesn't come oh, off. Around the otherwise, ribbon. it'll unravel. Okay. So, is everybody there? Yep. So, could you tie it in a bow? No, you don't want it in a bow. You want it in a knot. In a knot. Okay. Like a square knot or just one knot? Like a regular uh, knot? A square knot is okay as long as you can slide it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And you can use your finger and kind of slide it up and down to see if it moves or it comes off or it starts to loosen. 
that'll give you kind of an idea because it'll be moved quite a bit and sometimes if it's not tight enough it it'll unravel Okay, so now take the yarn, and what you're going to do is wrap it around the straw. So make sure that the yarn is tied close to the end of the straw, and it doesn't matter which direction, just stay in the same direction, and start at the bottom where the knot is on the straw and you're going to wrap it around the straw and you definitely want to have it snug but again not so tight that it can't slide off because you're going to slide it off of the straw but for now wrap just on the straw Just once or around and around? Keep going quite a bit up. So maybe about a third of the way up the straw. So you want to wrap and then push the wrapping together, but not off the straw. And make sure it's snug. This is the part where sometimes the ribbon gets twisted up, so having the spool there helps keep it from getting twisted up. I feel like we should have pineapple juice with umbrellas in it. <laughs> I should turn up my Hawaiian music on my A lady, but I turned it down. <laughs> if you have Alexa, you can ask her to play a song called Waimanalo Blues. And it's a Hawaiian song that's a more modern one. And it's kind of fun. It's a this person, I don't know if you know the artist is, brother is, he sings the Somewhere Over the Rainbow song. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, he uh, had a band, and this is his original band. Oh, cool. Wonderful. Yeah. I got to meet uh, some people that knew him that were in a ukulele band. Oh, fun. Well, it was on a, a Hawaii cruise. It was great. Oh, fun. Yeah, he was quite an artist. He's done quite a bit of music with both with his with his band and separately alone. So one of the things as a kid, when you reach the ninth grade, they if you're part of an ukulele um band, such as, you know, a group from high school, you travel to Japan and perform at schools there. It's a 10-day trip. 
Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's quite a, a lot of fun. And it's nice because you get to travel and play music and share cultures. And and also the students from Japan will perform music from their school. So, Do you know the name of their instrument, the Japanese instrument? I don't remember. There are quite a few different ones. Oh, there's more than one. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's it was quite a few. So, 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 so we wind ago. this yarn until we're about a third down the straw. Yes, just a third up, and make sure you push it together so it's nice and snug. Okay, so anybody that's not there about a third way up yet? Anyone need more time? Okay. What we're going to do is we're going to push the wrapped yarn off of the straw, but you do not want to push it all off the straw, just a small portion of it. And it may seem like it'll unravel, but it won't. So the knot that you tied in the beginning with the end of the yarn is going to slide down with the part that you wrapped. And the ribbon will be inside of the lay. So just and push you, a little bit off the straw. Yeah, push off maybe half of what you did and then continue to wrap more okay. on the straw. You can go further up the straw and push more. Just make sure every time you wrap, you push down a little bit more to, to snug it together. Wrap it and push a little bit more. And just make sure that knotted part slides down every time you remove some from the straw. But always leave a portion wrapped on the straw itself. And if you have the, the thicker yarn, it should be about the size of a nickel or a quarter. Okay, so push the the tied um, uh, part of the yarn on the ribbon farther down. No, not yet. No, only if you, the portion that you're pushing off the straw is supposed to push the tied part with it. Oh, I see. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, so you don't have to do it ahead of it. It'll just kind of move along. Oh, gotcha. As you, yeah, as you push more, it'll just kind of inch along a little bit. And you can start to wrap more onto the straw as you get it started. But the first part of it, you just want to do a little bit. And and then as you go further up, usually I do about half of the straw. And push down and make sure it's snug and you can kind of feel it with your finger where you cinch your fingers together. And kind of squeeze it it should start to form the first part of it is the trickiest part so oh. 
do you push more off the straw as as you've wrapped like about half of the straw or do yes. you just leave it there? No, you continue to push off. Oh, okay. But make sure you leave a little bit on the straw every time you move it down. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's it's whatever you're comfortable with wrapping and pushing down, wrapping and pushing down. Can you start to feel how it's forming as it comes off the straw? Yeah. Yeah, where it's around. It looks like a little, little curly cue. It's like a, like a corkscrew. It should be tighter. It should be a lot tighter, yeah. So if it's like that, you want to wrap on the straw tighter, not not around the straw tighter, but push it down so that they're, the wraps are closer together. You don't want to have gaps in between that. So wrap and then push down together, wrap and push down together. So no, there don't need gaps in it. It's just, it's, it's okay. tight. It's a, okay. Tight. So, Okay, good. Did anyone get multicolored yarn? They have no, but one. Mm -hmm. the yarn I grabbed was orange, though. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> Me too. I have orange also. Okay. And blue. I just grabbed some chunky oh, yarn God. that I already had. <laughs> so the. This is the most basic one, but if we have time, I can also teach you how to do a double roll with two straws, and it's actually very pretty. You can, you know, it's, it's only one color of yarn, or you can use two at the same time if you want, um, but it's two straws and two, like a figure eight. And oh wow! It's pretty neat. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's it's. I like the double rows. People have done triple rows as well, and and um, I find it's a little clumsy to hold three straws at the same time to get it together. But the two seems to be neat, and that's where you can actually at that time you can incorporate a thinner yarn with the thicker yarn and do if you wanted to do sparkle or. Uh, anything else in it, then you could do that. Oh, yeah. Up. Okay, like I emailed you about. Okay. Yes, exactly, cool. exactly. Yeah. So if you wanted to embellish it a little more, the double rows are definitely the ones because then you 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 would use the thick, the thicker yarn with the the thinner one that that adds it. You could mix those together or mix colors or mix textures. I don't know about the eyelash. They actually have a lay that you can crochet with the eyelash uh, yarn. Ooh, I would love to have that pattern. Yeah. I'm just learning have... to crochet again. So I'll tell you this. There's there's uh, the, the crafts are Benjamin Franklin. Uh, I don't know if it's, I know it's in Hawaii, but I'm not sure where else in the country that has it. But they have on YouTube tons of videos. And some of them are friendly to those with low vision or no vision. Some are not. 
but the instructors are pretty good with that. So it's, you know, the eyelash one sounds really neat because there is actually a flower that looks like that. It's it's red with kind of those little feathery lash parts coming out. So it, it mimics that. It's pretty pretty neat. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I did grow up in a pineapple field. That's <laughs> cool. What island? Oahu. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've been muted all this time trying to talk to you. Andy, you can oh. un unmute and talk. Okay. I didn't want to pipe up with potential red noise. Hi, Sharon. Hi. Told you I make this one. Um, there, I do have a couple of other yarn suggestions. If you want something with a little bit of texture that isn't crazy to work with, like that eyelash yarn. At Hobby well, Lobby, what did there's a, a baby bee, which is uh, uh, it's a little bit fuzzy, but you can actually feel the the uh, the string in it. So it's it's fairly easy to work with. But if you want something that's fuzzy and easy to work with, also. Baby blanket yarn is an idea. It's more of a chenille feel, but it's lightweight. I think I'll try it. I think I did try the chenille, but it had a little bit of a zigzag texture in it. Does that sound like it? Uh -huh. Regular chenille okay. will do that, but the baby blanket uh, yarn will not. And I can always drop something off to your house, too. <laughs> um, I, I'm friends with Sharon, and I live nearby. <laughs> and she loves yarn. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> My dog thinks it's a food group, so, you know. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> It depends on what comes out on the other end. <laughs> he thinks everything's a food group, though. So That's why I was muted, because I had muted myself, because he was barking, and I forgot. <laughs> well, he thinks he needs to be in another party, too. <laughs> so some of the other things that they actually make with lays, are um, in modern one you can use ribbon and it's very similar to the weaving at like origami or the washi-washi I'm not sure if everyone knows what the washi-washi papers are and you basically you know it's like if you know how to braid you know with three then that's the simplest form um, the other things that they do are they use money when someone gets married or graduates from high school or college is they will uh, form money into different shapes and make a lay with a ribbon and wow. bells on it. Yeah, oh, wow. it's 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 a lot of fun to do. Um, they do very long garlands. Usually for weddings, they'll do a 15 or 20 foot long garland of, um, 
you know, to help the couple with their new, new life. And that's kind of a creative way of giving it, giving someone, you know, a contribution to their you know, marriage. So it's, it's very nice. Um, we used to make uh, shell lays. They were necklaces and lays mixed with uh, yarn. And it was kind of woven into it, similar to the way they do macrame. Instead of putting beads in, we would pick shells and put shells in between them as decoration on the lace. Uh, another thing they do is they actually take cellophane and will wrap little pieces of either candy or treats or different things and tie ribbon in between so there are stations in the cellophane. And then they'll have like a necklace that looks kind of like big giant pearls or that sort of thing. So there's so many different creative ways that this has you know, uh, evolved, I guess, to to fit. Um, when someone graduates, they usually get a stack of lace that goes well over their head. So you have a graduate just standing there with tons and tons of lays. It's quite a bit of fun. The most basic ones they use are carnations. That's the more modern carnation flowers. They string like beads. Orchids, they are similar. They string them that way. Um, some of the other flowers, they actually do stitch them uh, in a way that it's it's very beautifully done. I mean, it, it's uh, a work of art. <laughs> very beautiful. Do you have resources for these other lays you were talking about? I'm sorry, say that again? Do you have resources for these other lays you were talking about, the instructions? Yes. Um, actually, I can pull up it's there's quite a bit of I haven't actually looked at the books I haven't tried to see if any of them are accessible um, but there are tons of books available digital ones I'm not sure but I will look but there's a lot of video you know the the YouTube ones and um, I'll be happy to look them up and put them together and see what I can find. But yes, uh, the the for whatever reason Benjamin Franklin, the you know, on YouTube has tons of lay making uh, and if you're just looking for descriptions on how they're used as well. But I will put a So if we Google Benjamin Franklin and Hawaii we might be able to come up with something? Um, Benjamin Franklin, try craft a video or lay LEI videos. Okay. Because um, there's a there's a particular set of women who write who have written quite a few books, and she does demonstrations. Are these 
books from Benjamin Franklin, are they still available? Oh, yes. Yes, they're How's everyone doing? Is this yarn supposed to cover all of the ribbon? Yeah, so what you want to do is keep checking it around your neck to see the length that you're comfortable with. That's the part that, you know, whether you're giving it as a gift or whether you're going to wear it. Usually one full skein of yarn will do about three 32 to 34-inch long lays. Um if you're doing a double, then usually you'll get about two two lays, maybe shorter, around 30 inches or so. Can you use other materials? Like I have those great big bolts, uh, raffia. Can you use that? The raffia I don't think would hold together. Um, it's a little bit Stiffer. Uh huh. And it's the wrapping on, as, as in the wrapping on the external part. Is that what you're talking about? The external? Yeah. Of Instead of yarn, I use raffia. Yeah, it's a little, I think it's a little stiffer. So it wouldn't hold together. But. It doesn't hurt to try. Good try. I think you could weave a lay with it or braid one. Uh-huh. When they make, um, have you ever heard of those? It looks like a it's a crown of flowers that goes around the head. Right. Sometimes they do, and you know they do it for. Uh, May Day festivals and things like that. And instead of uh, stringing the flowers on, uh, you know, like a necklace, they wrap the flower around with the raffia. So you basically make a long braid, lay a flower down, and then you wrap the raffia around it. And it becomes a wreath, basically, a crown for your head. Uh-huh. And I think mafia might be a little too stiff. Oh. How far along? Does everyone want to check in? I'm about halfway. Okay. So would you like me to explain the double knotted way while this while you're working on this one or the double row? Or 
Would it be sure. easy to work along? Yeah, with I'm this? good with that. Okay. So it's very similar to how this one is, but you're using two straws. And same thing, it would need a ribbon going through each of the straws parallel to each other. So you're, you would have one length coming out of one straw and one separate length coming out of the other straw. And those two would stay loose, not tied together. So you'll have two separate pieces. And the same way with the single row is you would tie yarn to the bottom of one straw. And then instead of wrapping on the straw that it's tied to, you start wrapping on the opposite straw first. So go through the center of the straw and wrap around the opposite straw and then come around into figure eight. So you start, you tie it on one and you wrap around the opposite and then go in between the next one and wrap around the other one. So does that make sense on how that goes? Yes. So you're yeah. doing two separate rows. Yeah. And keep you keep the straws pretty snugly together. And this one, I recommend going up a little bit further than a third before you start pushing it down. And if you're using multiple strands of yarn, um, generally you would wrap the multiple strands on the same direction that you're going with the um you know, the initial one. So you want to have all the all pieces of yarn together at the same time. And this one will be a little bit more forgiving for us with a thinner, you know, different texture. I'm not sure about the eyelash one. It might get smushed in there. When you push this, these figure eights off, you're actually going to have the two, two ribbons that are going to be in each of the one ribbon in each of the loops and the, of the figure eights. Yes. Okay, that makes each sense. Each one will have a separate one, and this is where, um, again, be mindful of them getting twisted at the the opposite end because as you're wrapping it, it's twisted up. So you want to make sure they both stay kind of free and separate. It sounds like fun. It is. To... It's very, it's really neat. It's, it's basically the single row is to help you get the technique down. And as you are, you know, it becomes a muscle memory. It's easy to do a, a second row, the two together. A lot of the uh, the islands actually have flowers that represent them, and 
for Oahu, the flowers, this particular one, the elima, pua elima, is the, the flower that represents it. But that wasn't until, I think it was the 80s, Hawaii didn't even have a state flower. Everyone assumed it was the hibiscus because it showed up everywhere. I went to a luau in 1976 um, mm-hmm. on the the Big Island um, on Oahu. Uh, sorry, not the Big Island. That's that's mm-hmm. Hawaii on Oahu, and they gave that particular flower as a lei, and I was wearing an orange um, uh, long dress. Oh, very nice. Moon that matched the flower. <laughs> so I know what yeah. you're talking about. It is. Yep, it is a flower. Do you remember the the fragrances of other flowers? Oh, that particular flower? It it reminded me a lot of, um, it looked a lot like a marigold to oh, me. Yes. Uh-huh. But smaller. But it smelled small. better than a marigold. Yes. <laughs> Yay. That's definitely one of the things I miss about Hawaii. Is the, oh, yes, the, the flowers, spring. wonderful flowers. Yeah. yeah. And, and and that was outside the Royal Hawaiian. That's where we were. Oh, yeah. I suspect cool. you went to see Don Ho. Um, no, this was with Institute of Biblical Studies with Campus Crusade. Oh, I mean the performer at the Royal Hawaiian. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was on the Royal Hawaiian grounds for this luau that we got to go to. Oh. And oh, okay. it was with Institute of Biblical Studies with Campus Crusade. Okay. That I was there with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. Do you remember did you what you listen to the program that, that we did um, at the convention with the you know, the families? Um, group put it on. It was the, uh, from a museum that was like prehistoric Hawaii. Yes, that was wonderful. Yeah, the, the Bishop, Bishop museum. museum. Yes, yes. The Bishop Museum. Uh-huh. Yes, mm-hmm. Bernice Bishop. Did you tour the palace? There are two. Uh, no. So once you've gotten the length that you like, this is the part where you're going to actually push all of your yarn off the straw, but you want to make sure that you catch it and tie the yarn to the straw, I mean to the ribbon. So you, you can cut off the piece, you know, cut off from the uh, skein. Okay. So you're going to attach it pretty securely to the ribbon at the end of the straw once it's all off. So you can do, once you have it secured on the ribbon, you can, you can, Get the ribbon out of the straw one of two ways. You can either cut the end where the tape is, 
or you can actually peel the tape off and let it pass through the straw. Uh, if you, most of the time, it's, I just cut it because it's, unless you want to sit there and pick tape off to, you know, remove it, that's fine. But either way, it's, it's, that extra part is not a part you would really use. Okay. Is your ribbon loose? Yep. Good. Okay. So basically this is the last part is, is securing the two ends of the ribbon together. And you can, you know, cut it off of the, uh, and give yourself a nice generous amount and then tie the two pieces together you want to knot it pretty securely um, also the yarn as well you can either tie the two pieces of yarn together to the two ends or you can tie them around the ribbon again and once you have a nice bow, you can wear it. <laughs> 